Hi everyone and welcome to the Revelation Center with myself Kishin and my co-pilot Javen. Here we're going to speak about all things Bible-based. We're going to have so much of fun talking about the Word of God and examining His love, His mercy and His grace through Jesus Christ. I hope you'll come along this journey with us. Welcome everybody. Welcome back to Revelation Center. This is episode number two with myself, Kishin, and my co-pilot, Javen. Javen, say hello. Hi, how's it going, guys? I'm happy to be here once again. Oh, cool, man, Jave. Today, yeah, as we said, we're going to be speaking about uh, death to sin. Or if you look at yeah. the scripture that says that we are dead to sin. I know you're very excited to talk about this topic. Um, so I'm going to yeah, let you sure. go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually um, I'm excited to talk with you. I'm not talking. I'm not the only one talking here. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> no, we, we're going we're gonna to bash it out. You know how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, once again, it's a, it's a great opportunity. Uh, we had a nice discussion the last time. Hopefully, we should, we should go um, just as well or even better this time. Definitely. Yeah. No? Yeah. So look at the scriptures. If we get, if we go to Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 1 and 2, and it tells us there, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? And so I'm just, just unpacking that scripture there for, for a few uh, moments. We see there that, that the gospel of grace, um, it's, it's not a license. It's not giving a people uh, people a license to sin, because yeah. Paul Paul the apostle he he anticipated by I mean by the obviously by the inspiration of the spirit of God he anticipated that people would um, they would see that the grace of God is it, it's like it's so amazing. Um, that some might even misinterpret it or misunderstand it and think that it is like it's giving people a license to sin and just to live a, a careless life, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so you're basically saying being dead to sin does not mean that we who are now given new life must use that life to sin. Exactly. I mean, and then you, you see that there in the in the last part of that verse, it says, um, he, he says why we we will not live um, any longer in sin. 
it's because um, we have died to sin. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? And so as as believers in, in Jesus, we need to see ourselves as as dead to sin. Because that's what that's that's who we are. We did we are if we are alive in Christ, we have been crucified with him to sin, isn't it? So when you're talking about the sin, this sin we're talking about is the one that, that started off in, in the Garden of Eden. All of that we're talking, we're talking about, about we're talking about sin in general. Um we're talking about a sinful uh, sin as a lifestyle, you know what I'm trying to say? Like sure. Yeah, not not obviously um when when you come to 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 Christ, when you when you receive Jesus, you it's not as though you're not going to sin ever again. That's not what I'm what I'm yeah. talking about. But I'm talking about like um like you know living a lifestyle that's um that's based in sin, you know what I'm trying to say? Like No, for sure. Yeah, like living a a careless lifestyle where you you're just doing whatever because and they and, and the reason why Paul was addressing this here was because people were assuming that since he's he's preaching the grace of God, which is the unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor of God through Jesus, that um that and and since he was like strongly opposed to the law, um, he, the people assumed that he's condoning a sinful lifestyle. Mm. And here we see, and here we see that that that's not that's not true. That that's not what the gospel is is all about. And if anyone would say that, uh, or would or would claim that. And the gospel is, entitles you to to live a careless lifestyle. Then they are not um, true messengers of the gospel. They are preaching a different gospel. It's the same as as if you. It, they would be in the same category as those who are opposed to the gospel. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the no, for the, sure. Like the Pharisees the, and the said to yeah, like the the, the legalists. No, for sure. And uh, yeah, we don't have obviously we don't have Pharisees and Sadducees uh, in this present day, but um, as far as we know, but we yeah, but we have uh, the modern <laughs> Pharisee and and Sadducee, and that would be the the person who says that you need to do this and this and this, and they give you a, a list of do's and don'ts uh, in order for you to. Uh, have right standing with God in order for you to to be accepted before God, and um, it's the same principle. It's just that um, that's why that's why I'm addressing it because it's it's prevalent in in the church. I mean, it, everywhere you go or somewhere wherever you you get in contact with with church folks, they always. Um, some of them want to tell you you need to give this amount of money, you need to do this, you need to do that. Otherwise, you're not 
I mean, you're not uh, you're not a true believer, or, or they they wouldn't mm. put it that that way. But I mean, they would they would allude to that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they would make you feel like as if um, they are more spiritual than you, and that's a, a yeah. Pharisee mentality. I, I still remember. I don't want to cut you off, but I still remember uh, a tent campaign that you and I attended at uh, at one point a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember when when yeah. the guy came up and he says, um, "All those people yeah. who who gave money stand up and yeah, receive yeah. your blessings." And and you woke up yeah. and you said, "No money, no blessings." And we both no, walked out of the up. campaign. No, <laughs> did we, you not? We, we did. We, we did. Wake, we, uh, did we, we did leave. We, we did leave. We. Did, uh, we at that moment no not at the moment but i mean we we ultimately like yeah, we left yeah, eventually, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were unhappy with that yeah because yeah. um that's that's um that's exactly what we're talking about here that's that's the the, the spirit of of um, that's like a Pharisee spirit you know what i'm trying to say yeah uh so yeah so <clears throat> So now, so Jave, now how yeah. how is a Christian ought to ought to be functioning now? Because if we are dead to sin, right? Yet mm. we're not perfect, where we we still sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On a daily basis, um, a lot of people. Um, how everyone, then can actually. we? Everyone actually. How yeah. then can we can we use that scripture to to focus on our lives and? How does that scripture tie into who we are? Yeah, so it 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 basically builds on. Um, I, I would encourage um, anybody who listens to to read um, Romans chapter six. I mean, it it builds on. He he starts there, and then he goes into the fact that um, our old man. Um, that is our old sin nature was crucified with Jesus um, mm. when we were when we were born again. Our old man was crucified with Jesus, and we were made um, new creations. Not not necessarily in our mind, in our soul, or in our bodies, but in our spirit, in the core of our of our being. Mm. We were made new creation, and so, and um, he says then. So since so regard yourselves to, as dead to sin, at the core of your being, because that's what you are. You are dead to sin at the core of your being. Sure, Christ Jesus. Yeah, there's no sin there. You, I mean, your spirit is one spirit with the Lord, and He is holy. Therefore, you are holy. You know what I'm trying to say. No, no, with you. Now, what yeah, if somebody doesn't but, doesn't doesn't receive that? What if they they don't receive it the way you're saying it? You know, what I mean, like it's easy to say, yeah, believer, yeah, believer. You say no, you know, you did to sin, but still, then it means that um, that they're not receiving what the, what the scripture is saying because. Um, yeah, it, it, he, he goes on to say in Romans chapter 6, verse 6, this is, this is our experience. This, this is a, the born-again experience. Our old man is dead. I mean, at the core of our being. Um, 
I'm emphasizing that because um it it would it it our souls and our bodies um they don't automatic they are not automatically perfect because obviously yeah. we we're still making mistakes like in the soul in the way we think in our mind in our world in our emotions and like obviously in our bodies we we can see the imperfections and stuff like that so obviously um this, the effect of sin is still there in the soul and in the body but in the spirit that's the the the, the most um the truest part of of us we are changed we are no more the same and so what he's implying here is that we should live out of our ident- our new identity in the spirit so sure. basically yeah that's basically what um what he's emphasizing um and what he emphasizes a lot i mean in his in his writing it's uh it's about living living in the spirit and no more uh living in in the flesh because we are alive in the spirit now and so we should mm. walk after the spirit and after the word yeah. of god yeah so yeah so <clears throat> if anyone would would feel that no that's not true then uh, i don't know how to address that because now that's that's the the dominant teaching of of the new covenant you know what i'm trying to say yeah i'm with you yeah i'm with you so yeah but you know what what always gets to me is yeah. um because i do a lot of teaching and i teach and i counsel a lot of people and mm-hmm. you'll find that a lot of people are still stuck in the mentality that um they're not good enough you know they um what makes me good enough it's like they they're held back by what they've done in their past and uh, they can't seem yeah that's a performance uh, mentality that's 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 the law mentality that that we that uh, we we need to address in in our yeah. lives because now the thing like, is jave yeah, this mentality yeah. is not coming from a lot of people who are christian yeah because i teach and i and i speak to people who are not christian and right. um so i'm seeing this legalistic mentality that's being dictated by like social media and the programs that are on tv it's all like a a personal a, how can i say um and I, and i taught it the sunday it's it's all about um how can i say it it's like um you know your your it's what you must do for you rather than understanding what god has done for you and thus because he's done um or he's made the sacrifice for you you now have access to these things for free exactly people exactly. don't want to receive that it's for free because you know we grow up with that mentality you know there's nothing in life that's for free yeah and yeah, exactly uh, and the thing is it 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 it's so contrary to what we are accustomed to in this world and that's why um the gospel is 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 not man made it's a not not a man made system because yeah. man made system you 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 and i we know it you i mean you have to um you have to perform just you have to perform right otherwise you 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 don't 
I mean, you don't qualify. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. That's how the world works. That's how the world works. I mean, but it, it's 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 opposite to that. It's an it's an opposite spirit. I mean, in this in this system uh, of that 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 God set up, um, nobody nobody gets the glory besides Jesus, man. Nobody now, gets the now, glory Jay, besides Jesus. Yeah. You know this this thing about about sin is is amazing. It's an amazing topic because if you look at at how people perceive sin nowadays, it's like um, you know, it's like sin now has been sold to people to be fun. So in other words, if you don't uh, do wrong things, well, wrong things according to the word of God, then you're actually going to live a life that's like boring and there's no fun in it and you can't have a good time. You can't be happy. You know, you got to walk around very piously with your hands, with your hands together. Yeah. (laughs) According to the worldly standard, but as we say, under under the, the this new covenant, that it's not like you're following a set of do's and don'ts um, that you learn somewhere. But I mean, it's like it's the spirit of God that teaches you from the inside out. He teaches you um, what's what what would be good um, for you and what what would not be good for you. You know what I'm trying to say? Definitely, and so yeah, and and yeah, obviously, obviously, the um, those who who don't have uh, the spirit of God, I mean, they obviously it, it's they're not going to understand that, um, like that you choose to do this, um, and then you don't choose to do that or something like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they, they're not going to they're not going to understand that because obviously sin. Sin is, in essence, sin is portrayed as fun and it is um, pleasurable for a season. But the end of it is 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 just death, man. It's just um, it's corruption. You know what I'm trying to say? No, hundred percent. So yeah, so yeah. It's obviously it's it's perceived. It's always being perceived um, that way as as. As fun and exciting, and if you're not doing it, then you're boring, and you, you know, you, you, you came out from under a rock or something. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, um, um, sin is is bad news, and but the the way that we are empowered, um, in our fight against sin or to to live like above it is um, by our by realizing our identity in Christ, and that's basically mm. that's basically the crux of it. Like, there's yeah. no other way. There's no other way to to overcome it as as such. There's no other um, like like for the well for anyone for that matter, not just for the believer. I mean, for anyone, the well, a person that's not uh, saved, born, not born again, they, they probably they'll they're not going to beat sin because they they on their own. You know what I'm trying to say? No, for sure. Yeah, and so it takes 
it takes the spirit of God, it takes um, realizing your identity in Christ. And yeah, and as as this, this verse, um, this this passage of scripture is is implying, and as what is teaching there, um, that you have to realize that you in Christ you are dead to sin. Sin is 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 not who you are anymore. Yes, you may you may sin, you make make may make mistakes um, in your soul, in your like in your in the way you think and stuff like that. But the whole Christian uh, life, the, the rest of your your Christian life is you renewing your mind to what you have in Christ, your identity in Him, mm. to your inheritance yeah. in Him. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And to and to the inheritance that He has placed in in you. As a, sure. as a as a child of God, what He has made you to be, and and the more we come to terms with that, the more uh, the more victory we'll we'll experience in all of these things. No, for sure, man. Yeah, sure. But so what 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 do you say to that? Now you know, um, the way I look at uh, like in a personal capacity, the way I've yeah, yeah. I've dealt. The way I've I've dealt with um, the word is that, um, and I and I and I feel like this is the best way to deal with it. And is as soon as I come up across a scripture in the word that speaks to me in terms of saying to me, "Listen, you need to to speak life and not death." I start to implement those principles in my life. I say, yeah. I'll pray and I'll say, "Lord, give me the strength." By, by your word, help me to do right by your word. And I'll go on and the next day and I'll be mindful. I'll be meditating constantly about that, that promise, that word that said to me, speak life. So in every situation that I'm faced with thereafter in that day or in that week to come, even though it might be a negative thing that I encounter, I'll speak a word of life into it. You know, because yeah. also, if you look at the book of James that says the power of life and death is in your tongue. It yeah, speaks no, about sure. how a tongue is so small, but yet it can cause a fire that can consume. It's a, it's a consuming fire that can cause a consuming fire, you know, a massive fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, for sure, it's, yeah. it's amazing how just by implementing small pieces of the word into your life, you, you begin to realize what a massive impact it can have. Yeah. Like for me, 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, it says, there is no situation given unto man that he cannot overcome. I yeah. absolutely live by that scripture on a daily basis because yeah. it takes away all of my uh, excuses. Mm. As soon mm. as I'm faced with adversity, and I want to quit, uh, or I say I can't do something, I immediately go back to that scripture where the Lord says to, to me, there is no situation that you cannot overcome. Mm. And as soon as I, I remember that word, I'm immediately given courage to say to myself, in fact, I don't care what the outcome of today is. I know that eventually I will bear the name of an overcomer. Yeah. Because... Jesus promised it. Now you see, that's the that's where everybody falls down. They can't receive the promises of God. They 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 don't understand that the promises of God are not based on how good you 
how good you are. The promises yeah. of God are not are not based on how wonderfully you can speak, how wonderfully yeah, exactly. you can dress, how excellently your hair is set, you know, how nice how you much, smell with your fancy perfume. It's not about how that. How much time like, you pay? How much tides you pay? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a sensitive topic, then. That's a sensitive yeah. topic, Jay. But <laughs> yeah, no. But we we have to we have to knock all topics. You know what I'm trying to say? And no, so, definitely. Yeah. But it's not that we knock. I mean, we're not knocking Ted's. Obviously, Ted's is 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 uh, is a powerful um, principle of the scriptures. Definitely. And so, I mean, every every good work, um, it has its place. But the thing is, you need to to understand um, where where good works come in. Like, if you do uh, good works in order to get God to respond to you and to bless you. And that is the wrong place for good, for good works. Those are dead works. Because those are dead works, yeah. Because you are doing those works. The reason they're dead works is because you are doing it, trying to earn something from God, and you'll never earn something from God by what you do. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, your good works... The place, uh, the place for our good works, um, as as believers, our good works are a response, are in response to to what God has done for us. So to his it's great out works. Of, exactly. So it's out of, um, it's out of thankfulness. It's out of out of gratitude that we we give, um, we give because He gave. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. For yeah, like we, if we're talking about giving, I mean, money and stuff like that, we give because Definitely. we gave, and and we give because um, we believe that God has has blessed us to be a blessing. I'm trying. To Definitely. Say. If Definitely. we don't believe that, if we don't believe that He has already blessed us, then it's going to be difficult to give because you're going to feel that by giving, you are losing something. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. So we give um, out of thankfulness to God. As you know, the scripture says that, that God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. Are you going to be a cheerful giver if, you, if, you, if you're not giving out of thankfulness to God? Yeah, I'm trying to say. So yeah. our giving is out of thankfulness, and you find that um, if if we if we give with with that kind of a of a heart or that kind of a sort of a mentality, and you find that you it's 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 not only easier to give, but then you end up giving more. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Definitely. Like where you you would have given ten percent of your money uh, under the old covenant, you would have given ten percent because someone told you that if you don't give, you'll be under the curse. So you'll you be give, cursed, yeah. You you give um you give out of fear, you give your ten percent because you don't want to be under the curse. Yeah. Uh, but 
under the if if you give under the new covenant, you will give out of thankfulness to God, and you'll give even more than ten percent. Yeah, you you won't even you won't even count how much you give. Yeah, you know I'm it it wouldn't and, matter to you. Yeah, and um, obviously, you you may give like you might give that ten percent to the church, but like you you'll as the spirit of God leads you, you might give uh, some other way. You might give your money to some other um, useful um, cause. You know what I'm trying to say? Somebody definitely needs help or somebody is uh, battling or something. You give them some money uh, or some goods, groceries, whatever. Um, so, so it's like that. You you end up you end up giving more. Under the definitely, uh, with with the correct uh, mindset, you see. Mm. So that's just so that's just an example. And then um, coming back to what you were saying, yeah, yeah, I I I I hear you um, exactly. Like, and it's it's actually the spirit of God that 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 leads you. To to look at at that, those scriptures and as that scripture that you were pointing out, the the one that says um, there's no temptation that has taken you, but all yeah. is common to man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually the spirit of God that led, that 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 leads you like that. Am I right? Definitely, exactly. And that's that's the principle that I'm implying here. That it's it's the spirit of God that will lead you from the inside out. Under the new covenant, it's not a set of uh, rules, do's and don'ts that you're gonna follow. Mm-hmm. That you need somebody yeah. to preach to you um, from the, you know, from wherever. Nobody needs to tell you, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, uh, and then you're gonna have, uh, you're gonna have uh, everything that 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 God wants you to have. I mean, it's the spirit of God that's going to lead you, and He's going to lead you in His Word. As as you gave that example, He's going to lead you in in His Word always. He's going to yeah. show you. He's going to show you what uh, what you should focus on, and all of that. So that's the difference between um, being led by the law and being led by the spirit of God. Oh, for sure. Now I'm gonna take yeah. this ball of sin, right? And I'm gonna break it. And I'm and I'm gonna take you and I'm gonna tell you a little story. Now, yeah. if you look at sin, right? Now, if you don't receive that you're dead to sin and receive that your life doesn't have to be controlled by sinful actions and a sinful nature, what happens is you become defiled by allowing external influences to impact on your heart. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was teaching on um, the condition of the heart this week. And I looked at a scripture in the book of um, Mark chapter 7. And it spoke about how if you decide to follow your own way and rituals and things that you think are right, the promises of God actually can have no impact in your life. Mm -hmm. So 
basically, if you continue to live a life of sin, um, or rather a life um, that is encapsulated by sin without repentance, without um, a relationship with, with the Lord Jesus, then what happens yeah. is your life starts to spiral. Your heart starts to get um, defiled. And when your heart is defiled, you know, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Yeah. And now, if what you're speaking is words of death and destruction, death and destruction is what, uh, so basically what you sow, you'll reap. So as you speak, mm-hmm. you'll cause manifestations in your life. You'll, you'll, you'll bring yourself to a point where you're going to take yourself away from the blessings of God. And where God had plans for you to prosper, he had plans for you to be successful, he had plans for you to be more than a conqueror and more than an overcomer, you'll find your life constantly faced in defeat. And the way we can look at this, uh, Javen, is if we look at people who started off um, um, life just like everybody else, but fell into alcoholism um, and drugs, you'll notice that when you meet those people, their entire lives now are surrounding this addiction. And this addiction is now controlling their emotions. It's controlling their movements. It's controlling the success that they have financially. It's controlling the success that they have in their relationships, you know? And all of these things are because they have not received the fact that sin has no hold over them anymore. Yeah. They actually, in Christ, in Christ exactly. In Christ, they actually, yeah. they have the authority to walk mm. away and mm. receive that if I am a child of God, yeah. my life does not have to be like this. Yeah, you know. So, Amen. Once, once, once the enemy gets you entangled in in something like that, he steals the promises of God from your life. Yeah. And thereafter, mm. because of the freedom that we possess um, after the crucifixion of Jesus, yeah. the freedom that we have also allows us to not have what God has given us. Because if we do not choose to live a life that is blessed, we yeah. will not be blessed by him. If we choose to live a life that is um, consumed by sin, that's all we'll ever know. And that's all we'll ever live in. It's not as though you haven't been blessed. Um, you've been blessed. In Christ, you've been blessed. But the thing is, for you to en- enjoy the blessing, um, you have to receive what the Lord has done for you, isn't it? In every, in every area of your life. I, I mean, agree with you. Yeah, you have to receive that in order to, to enjoy it. You're not going to enjoy something if you don't don't receive it. Yeah, um, but in the same but you way see that what... you receive, you receive forgiveness for, for your sins. You yeah, for you to enjoy that, you have to receive it because Jesus paid yeah. for the sins of the whole world. He paid for the for the sins of those who didn't who have didn't receive it, who who don't receive it, those who won't receive it in the future. But he paid for yeah. their sins, but they won't enjoy it. Without receiving, yeah, so it's the same principle. Yeah, what you were saying. Definitely. No, no, <laughs> no. No, it's fine. I was just saying, you know, that like because um, 
you live a life of of sin and maybe you you lied and you were deceitful or you you did something wrong to get something that you wanted now yeah. we're going to come back to this word again because this word is 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 crippling the children of god and is that you find that you actually feel ashamed to come back to god because you're yeah. condemning yourself yeah and you come under the condemnation of of the devil and other people cause, exactly because he's the one who causes always, you to be defiled yeah people always point you to your mistakes obviously they'll always point you to what you did wrong they won't not everyone is 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 going to uh, look at the things that you did right they're going to look at the things you did wrong all the time yeah. and so you condemnation will come from them it will come from from the devil and so yeah that's the reason why sin is bad news because of the the guilt the condemnation that comes through it it's not as though um like if you are in Christ it's not as though god is, is holding your sins against you yeah but but your sin itself is bad news i mean it's bad news to 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 stay in sin because sin itself is destructive you know what i'm saying definitely because it comes with guilt it comes with that condemnation then you feel you you lose as you say you lose that confidence towards god because when you come to god what does the scripture say you must believe um you must believe that what you ask him um, that you're going to receive it isn't it definitely whatever you ask when you pray believe that you receive it and you shall have it the lord said so that implies what confidence towards god and it says yeah. that i think in in james i think uh, i forget the exact location but it's in james um it says that um if we have confidence towards god then we know that he hears us and it yeah. also says there that um um if our hearts condemn us then how are we going to have confidence towards god then it says we we must assure our hearts we need to assure our hearts before god so we mm-hmm. need to assure not we don't need Amen. to assure god we need to assure our hearts before him that yeah. what do and um, what what do we need to assure our hearts we need to assure our hearts of what uh, god says about us we need to assure our hearts that we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus we need yeah. to assure our hearts that there's no there's now no condemnation to those who are in christ yeah you see so then when we approach him we we have that that confidence to know that that god hears me when i pray because i'm i'm in Christ, I'm a child of god you know what i'm trying to yeah. say that's amazing so, yeah. but you know where it 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 gets confusing for people because yeah. when when they look at their lives they mm-hmm. know they live this life knowing that what they're doing is wrong and yeah. so when you say to them come to jesus you know jesus loves you and they and they look at themselves and they say but how can he love me when i don't even love what i see yeah. and then what and i do is I, yeah now i point to the story yeah, of the prodigal son yeah wow that's so and i say so i say look at the prodigal son he abandoned the works that his father was doing took his inheritance absolutely his inheritance while his father was alive 
while he was alive, he squandered it. Because the principle there was that you don't take uh, your in, uh, inheritance until your until your parent is. I mean, in the context that that Jesus was giving that story, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't take your inheritance until your parent is passed on. And exactly. he took it while while his father was still alive. Like he sort of like dishonored him. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Um, and yet, when he came home, I mean, none of that was brought up again. The the father didn't bring any of that up. He didn't say you dishonored me. You you did this. He, I mean, he all that mattered to him was that his son came home. Exactly. His so, son came back, Javen. That's exactly. the thing about Jesus that we so, need to understand. It doesn't matter how far you've gone, come back. Yeah. That's what we need to. That's what we need to get out to the people. That's that's the word we need to get out to the people. Come uh, back. And that and that is the gospel of grace, actually. That that is uh, the un, it, it's the unmerited favor of God. You can come back. God is not. God is not going to judge you. He's not going to punish you. He already put judgment and punishment on Jesus for your sake at the cross. And you can come back home. You know what I'm trying to say? And you know what's the amazing thing? Yeah. Because we're dead to sin, Mm. we can come back. Yeah. Because there's nothing that, there's nothing that needs to be washed because we're washed by the blood of Jesus. Exactly. And so now, yeah, and, and the prodigal son, he, um, all the time when he was away um, from from home, he was still a son. You know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. So, so that's, that's speaking to, to those who, who um, they've received the Lord, uh, like if you put in, in in New Testament terms, they've received the Lord, but um, maybe they, you know, they they walked away or they felt they were not worthy. Um, they did some some uh, stupid things, and they they find themselves now far, like they feel like they're far away from God. But um, as you say, we can come back because we are still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, obviously, for those who have not received the Lord, they um, they are invited to receive Him and to come into that righteousness. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? That gift, that exactly. gift of righteousness that's in it. I mean, everyone's invited uh, to the table. You know what I'm trying to say? Everyone, everyone can come. Those who have never came before, they can come and receive it. Those who've received it and they didn't know who they were and they went off and they, you know, they lived carelessly and they they feel like um, God is is angry at them or God is going to judge them. They don't have to, to, to feel that way anymore. They can come back also. You know what I'm trying to say? Because... Come back. In, yeah, in Christ Jesus, we are the righteousness of God. We are the, We... Our position of righteousness is is not determined by what we have done what we haven't done our righteousness is of jesus and if he did a good job then we are in him and we are accepted before god 
That's amazing. That's powerful. And you know, that's, you know, maybe, maybe we must leave it there for now. But I want to, I'm going to introduce a new topic that we must talk about next time. (laughs) Sorry to do this to you, (laughs) Jay. You, you always introducing these topics. I All love right. it, man, because it stimulates your mind so much talking about the word and yeah, and also sure. you know looking looking and and I mean talking to you um, who's someone who who doesn't look at the word as though the word is judging you, but it yeah. looks as the word it look you look at the word and 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 we look at the word together as a word to, that's giving you, you have hope. To write it. Yeah, you have to rightly divide the scriptures. That that's what it's talking about when it talks about rightly divide the scriptures. You exactly. have to you have to see it in its context. You have to see it in the in. Otherwise, you're going to give people the wrong impression of God. As I told, exactly. as I was, as I mentioned the last, I think it was our last recording. I mentioned that um, if you look at the scriptures through any through any other lens except the finished work of of Jesus at the cross, you're going to get a, a distorted image of God. You're gonna get the wrong impression of God. Yeah, definitely. So you you have to see you have to see the scriptures through um, through Jesus and through what He accomplished and and yeah, you you just have to see it through the grace of God through the, through His unmerited favor that's in Jesus. You know what I'm trying to say? Definitely. So yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. Jave. Oh, so what? So what's our to, next topic? No, no, wait. wait on a cap before I get to the next topic, on a cap this one off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Are we really dead to sin? Yes, in Christ Jesus. I have to put that. It, it's in Christ Jesus, not in ourselves. Like as we said, we make mistakes in our in the way we think and in the way we do things sometimes and. Obviously, we we mess up, but our identity, we need to remember our identity is in Christ Jesus. If we have received him, if we uh, have accepted what he did, what he accomplished for us, if we have believed, our identity is found in him. It's not, it's, it's not, no, it's no more in ourselves. And it, it's out of that identity that we are able to walk in that um, death to sin if we can put it yeah. that way yeah now that was that it's it's absolutely perfect it sounds like we like we planned this but in fact we didn't but anyway yeah <laughs> just to perfectly segue into the next thing that I wanted to talk about in the next podcast is mm. who are we in Christ mm. Mm. Now don't yeah, now, stop me. don't answer the question. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not going into that. I'm not going in. I'm not getting into that. Yeah, I know. Who That's are we? Next, uh, yeah. Who, and I love talking. how I love how organically this conversation is flowing. <laughs> it's just yeah. amazing. You know, yeah. who who are we? Who are we in Christ? So we're gonna yeah. be talking who, about that the next the, time. Who is this? Well, I mean, who has he made us to be in um in this new covenant in this uh, since we are new creation in him. Yeah, that's exactly. Powerful. Now, Jave, like the last time, I want you to drop a golden nugget this time. <laughs> uh, you and your golden nugget. 
Yeah. Um, so if I have to leave a scripture with, with us, with all of us, actually, it would be, it would have to be, um, let me just, let me just find it. <laughs> you can't take six weeks to have a golden nugget. <laughs> Like uh, it's supposed it. to be golden. It's supposed to be like, like, a, it's like a dramatic it, moment it's and then you golden. drop you a have, bombshell. You have, <laughs> you have to wait for it. You have to wait okay, for no, it. No. It's so golden, you have to wait for it. I'm going to put a drum roll. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it's 2 Corinthians 5.21. And what does it say? Amazing. Yeah, it says, for he, for he which is God, for he made him which is Jesus. To be who knew no sin, to be sin for us, wow. that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Oh, wow! Yeah, that's it, man. It's all about Him. That's amazing. Eh? It's all about Jesus. It's all about His yeah. love. And I love yeah. to, you know, when when I say love, I always like to say His love, His mercy, and His grace. Yeah. Because those are three yeah. words. Those are three words that just they sum up. Well, they can't actually sum, but you know what I mean? They, yeah, it, it speaks to your heart about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It speaks to your heart about Jesus, you know? So if yeah. anybody out there is listening and you feel like you're far from God and you feel like um, there's no way back, I want you to remember that the arms of Jesus are always open. All you have to do is come back. God will not hold it against you. He will not condemn you. All he wants to do is show you how much he loves you. Are you with me, Jeff? Yeah, amen, man. Amen. Oh, we way. thank God for this opportunity. Eh? I want to say thanks, Jeff. Thanks so much for, for joining me today on the podcast. And yeah, I hope you pleasure, man. keep well, man. And to everybody else out there, don't forget to, to follow us, um, like and send comments if you can. And yeah, take care and the next time we meet, we're going to be talking about who are we in Jesus. God bless you and take care.